0: Roundtable, we
1: got a great show for you tonight. Matt, tell them all about it. The channel's locked and loaded. We are coming off the heels of the rookie mock to end all rookie mocks that's wrapping up right now. We are going to talk the Jalen Hurts precedent setting contract extension, and then we're going to get into some dynasty dilemmas. What are we going to do with rookie RB landing spots? Which rookie running backs are we lower than consensus on? And then we're going to talk about some later first round picks that may or may not have as much value as people think. Joining us today, we got Jack Kavanaugh, and making his debut on the show is Jonathan Lang. I'm excited. Let's start the show.
0: Oh, and there we are and. In- and there's the overlay and they're in the wrong spot hey what's going on everybody <laughs> good start uh welcome jonathan welcome jack thank you guys so much for coming on this evening i know it's a later time than we usually go so i appreciate you guys
2: pleasure is all mine and an honor to make uh make my appearance next to jonathan on his
3: debut are you kidding me jack you're like the the new news media outlet guy you're the guy so if anything it is um it's an honor and a privilege to be with you gentlemen tonight.
0: He's he's almost got, I mean, you two have, I, I, have, I know for the podcast audience, this is not going to resonate, but both mustache guys, both mustaches. And I will say, as a man, with respect, very well-groomed, very well-groomed mustache.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, Thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, Matt, something happened. Something happened this week with a quarterback,
1: but it wasn't Lamar. What happened? Who was it? It wasn't the biggest news, wasn't Lamar. We can't, something did happen with Lamar, but the big news was Jalen Hurts receiving a five year, $255 million contract extension with approximately $180 million guaranteed. Now, the question that we have for you guys, and we'll start with Jack, is A, does this give Lamar more leverage in his contract negotiations? And B, What does this contract mean for the rest of the NFL? We know we got some star quarterbacks that are due for some contract extension soon. Jack Kavanaugh, take it away.
2: I don't know if it gives him more leverage, but it does give Lamar Jackson more clarity in what his value is. Because remember, the market is the market. Deshaun Watson set the market at $230 million guaranteed. That's not the market anymore. Jalen Hurts, he gets $179.4 million, I believe, guaranteed, $0.7 which... Is when you compare it to the contract that the Ravens offered Lamar Jackson, they offered Lamar Jackson a 250 million dollar contract, so that's only five million total less than Jalen Hurts just got, and 4.7 million less guaranteed. So I think this actually helps the Ravens out because it's now the market is now a contract, they're already comfortable paying, which is great news for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it hurts his leverage a little bit in getting the fully guaranteed contract, but does it really matter? When is enough enough when it comes to 250 plus million dollars? As for the rest of the league, I think it just means that he's the third highest paid quarterback among Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert.
0: What do you think, Jonathan? What what do you make of all the Jalen Hurts news and what does it mean for Lamar?
3: Uh um I'm, I'm not going to come in with hot takes cuz I kind of agree with Jack. Um it kind of like helps everybody. So with Baltimore, it helps them because they get a data point that's not 230 guaranteed million. They're like, oh, okay, maybe we can go somewhere in the middle. And I need to double check, but I think there was an offer reported that was $200 million guaranteed. I don't have that written down. I just thought I saw that. And um, they have a second data point to use, though. There's another contract out there. So that helps. And for Jackson, just like Jack said, he kind of knows what his value is. Um one thing that I just, and I'm kind of going to go on a rant for a moment. <laughs> um Please do. So you hear this whole thing like, oh, Lamar, he gets hurt. They don't want to pay him. You know, Hurts, he's played two full seasons and has missed a game in one season and two games in that season. And he got the guaranteed money. So there should any problem with Baltimore paying them. And I don't think there will be, I think Baltimore will pay him, but it's just that it just kind of deflates that whole injury narrative. And as for like the NFL, this is what we've known since the Watson deal. Great quarterbacks are going to get talented. Great quarterbacks are going to get great guaranteed money. This is the new NFL and Burrow and uh, Justin Herbert. They can start adding on to their mansions and they deserve it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I agree with you. I think it it you know, it's good for both parties. You know, I, I think it gives the Ravens something that makes yeah. them probably feel a little bit more comfortable. I agree. However, uh, you you said what I was going to say because this whole and I've been saying it for a little bit, this whole injury concern narrative with Lamar. I mean, you look at his injury history and you can do that if you go to Lamar Jackson's player page yeah. on playerprofiler.com. <laughs> And the longest injury, six weeks, six games missed, was the PCL sprain in week 13. But there, there's some, uh, you know, that may hmm. have been, I mean, he maybe he could have played, maybe he was p- slow playing that for a contract negotiation. We don't really know yeah. what was going on there, right? So, and and you look at the severity of all these injuries, I mean, yellow, green, not as severe as maybe a torn ACL, right? So, again... There's not as much concern with Lamar as there would be with, you know, I mean, when the Bears, when it's time for them to talk about Justin Fields. So that's going to be a huge conversation yeah. uh, because he hasn't done as much as Lamar has. I mean, Lamar won a freaking MVP. Right. So I think they are going to get a deal done. But I think if this makes any team look bad, I don't think it really makes anybody in any one party look bad. But I think if it does, it's probably the Ravens, I think. But Matt, what do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I don't. It doesn't give Lamar any more leverage than he than he had before. I, I agree with Jonathan and Jack. It, it just makes it gives everything more clarity. It gives Lamar more clarity. It gives the the Baltimore Ravens some more clarity. And I don't think the the hold up with the guarantee was just because there you know there wasn't a second contract or that other teams weren't willing to give Lamar an offer sheet with that much guaranteed money. Uh, I think there are a lot of other factors involved, and I think now. I, I, we saw it basically on the same day. Right. And, and in fact, when I saw the news reports, I saw the Lamar contract offer. And then I saw the, uh, the Jalen hurts extension. So I think uh, the Ravens front office definitely knew that was inbound. And I think the biggest thing to take away from this is that there's a new tick mark in the his, in the timeline of history, there's these precedent setting events that happen. And yes, of course it means that Burrow and Herbert are going to get more than Jalen hurts, but I think we kind of found the range of guaranteed money that the teams are going to be willing to pay their, their star quarterbacks. I think, yes, we're we're going to see the, the anomaly contract, the Watson, the Kirk cousins, but I think we're going to see every star quarterback at at least 70% of their contract and guaranteed money. And I don't think you're going to, if you start hovering under 150 million guaranteed on these contracts, I don't think you're going to get your guy long-term. So I think this is a precedent setting contract where, Essentially, the bar is around one hundred and fifty to one hundred and seventy-five million guaranteed floor for your franchise quarterback to become your franchise quarterback. How good
0: does the Patrick Mahomes deal look oh. right now?
1: Gets better every day. It better it every, better day. every <laughs> day.
0: I mean, is this? I mean, I'm not. I don't know because it's been twenty twenties when they signed him. One hundred forty-one million guaranteed for ten years. Now he's going to get all that if he can play. Or right? I mean, he he's he's gonna play with the chiefs most likely Mm -hmm. all the way through age 36 but is this i mean maybe this is a conversation we need to have five years from now but best contract of all time potentially
2: yeah oh yeah i i think easily and the flexibility that it gives them because it's so far out you can kick you can restructure kick kick cap down the road. And it doesn't matter because even though it gets spread out over the remaining years, it's been like seven, eight years left that it's getting spread out over. So it's just, yeah, it well done. He's going to get a new extension at some point. They are going to give him more money, but it really, it should have been the end of it. When Patrick Mahomes signed that deal, it should have been okay. Patrick Mahomes makes $45 million. Everyone else is worth less than $45 million. And I don't know how that changed, I get Aaron Rodgers worked his way, but it, that should have been the end of it. Forty-five should have been the cap forever until Mahomes signed a new deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. We yeah, just had to say Aaron Rodgers, Jack. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, all right. So Did from quarterback word around here. Yeah, you know it's okay. We we've gone like two shows without talking about him. I think, or maybe not. I don't know. At least one. Anyway, so. Jonathan and I were talking before the show. He might break my heart a little bit. It's okay. But we're gonna shift from quarterbacks to running backs, right? So there are plenty of picture perfect landing spots for incoming rookie, rookie running backs in this class. But we know some of them are not gonna get the the running sp- the or the the beloved prospects that we like are gonna fall in ambiguous situations, right? So in dynasty, what do we do with talented running backs? that land in unfavorable situations in which highly touted running back is most likely to land in a nightmare scenario. What do you think, Jonathan?
3: Well, first off situations change. Talent doesn't. Unless you're Russell Wilson. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So I just contradicted myself. (laughs) Jonathan
0: gets the show. Jonathan gets the show.
3: (laughs) So, if a player if a if a player falls in his in the draft and it's because of landing spot i'm buying him um the perfect example was damian pierce and he wasn't like he was locked but he wasn't like oh rb1 you know but you know he was i can't recall what his rank was but he wasn't top 2 top 3 um and he still produced and even like james robinson uh his rookie year in uh, Jacksonville, he was the only guy and he produced, and he wasn't even touted at all. Um, I kind of gave an idea, though, of someone that I could see going somewhere that would just make me feel nauseous is like, what if Z- Zach Charbonnet, who I love, I I, I think he'd be my RB two personally in this draft. Like, I I love him. I love you, Zach, if you're watching. Um, if he would go, like, what if he went in the second round? And I don't think they will, but what if he went in the second round to Green Bay because Aaron Jones has like a year left, I think. Like, or what if he went to Arizona? Or what if Seattle's like, hey, we lost Rashad Penny, Pete, Petey Sunshine. I love it, you know. And it's like he's UCLA guy, uh," you know, and. So, I could see him going places, and I'd still, I might not draft him as much as I would if he were to go to a more open spot, like a Dallas with only Tony Pollard or something like that, and a high powered offense. But I still believe you buy talent because situations change. Perfect example is the New York Giants and Daniel Jones. You know, situations change. Daniel Jones was nobody locked him, nobody wanted to watch him play. And now he is a safe quarterback in dynasty. Like what is going on? So situations change.
0: What do you think, Jack?
2: Yeah. Situations change. And it's unfortunate that Jonathan used Zach Charbonnet because he's the type of guy that is going to land in a really good spot because he's got the talent because he is so highly graded on people's boards. I won't be surprised at all when he gets over, not overdrafted, he gets drafted in appropriate place. But I can see a team like the Buccaneers, like the Dallas Cowboys saying, well, okay. we've already got a running back, but Zach Charbonnet is so high on our board. We've got to take him here. And that would just crush me because talent wins. Talent gets you drafted into bad situations sometimes. But either way, Charbonnet next year would be the bell cow for the Dallas Cowboys yes. if he if he partners with Rashad white, that one's going to be brutal, but I have hope. And I'm still trusting in the talent, regardless of who the player is J- Jameer Gibbs. If he ends up with Chicago. Yeah. It's going to suck. Cause he's going to catch those passes. Still believe in him. Yeah. Yeah. My hot take
1: is that if Charbonnet goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'll just buy him because I am not sold on Rashad white, but we don't necessarily, that is it. That is a fight that I will have to, to fight another day. There's a lot of analysts against me on that one, but this, that's, you know, this is neither here nor there with the question. Jack and Jonathan nailed it on the head. Situations change. You got to bet on the talent. If anything, you're, especially if you're a competing team who doesn't necessarily need one of these rookie running backs to hit in year one, you can get a lot of value out of somebody who lands in a bad landing spot just because people are afraid of of the competition and, and not all competition is created Equal so you know if you land with a Devin Singletary and Damian Pierce you know in Houston That's not you can overtake Devin Singletary pretty easily so if there's an actual Rookie running back with talent who gets somewhat Decent draft capital I'm not I, I'm not gonna be that turned away By a guy who I don't think Has has much talent at all at, at the Running back position so You gotta be water you gotta read the situations Carefully and you know, as for a running back who could land in a nightmare scenario, how about Kendra Miller? Didn't test, lower body injury. No one's seen him do – I think Cody said almost this exact same thing on, <laughs> on the on the previous stream, but no one's seen him do, do jack squat in the combine or anything. He's not 21 years old. He's a young guy. He can get slightly lower draft capital and then get taken to a team that doesn't necessarily need a running back but would love to hit on third-round pick Kendra Miller – and have that cheaper option and kind of let go of a, of a, of a veteran guy, maybe a, a Damian Harris in a, in a James Cook backfield. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying the bills are of the landing spot, but just trying to think off the top of my head of a, of a spot that I think that might fit the bill, but uh, Devon, a Shane as well could drafted for his speed really. And if he's paired mm-hmm. with a bigger goal line back, who's going to take some of those high value touches away, uh, then that can be a pretty gross situation to to have on your hands as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's a lock for A chain at the very least. No matter what happens, he is going to be he's not gonna he's never gonna get the goal line touches. So You're I right. think we're we're building that in for him at the very least. For all these other guys, yeah, if they end up as the Miles Sanders behind Jordan Howard, ugh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: I mean, yeah, I think you guys said it really well. I just wanna add one point to it. Uh in 2021, because I think last year's too close, but two years ago is maybe good data to look at if you look at some of the running backs that were drafted on day two right it was Javante Williams was the first one early in the second round and then you remember this guy that everybody was pushing up their rankings because he got that landing spot and he got the draft capital Trey Sermon you remember him right pick (laughs) pick 88 to the 49ers uh Michael Carter uh, was a fourth runner to the Jets Kenny and Wongu, fourth rounder to the Vikings Ramondre Stevenson. There we go. Fourth rounder to the Patriots, Chuba Hubbard fourth round to the Panthers. And then this guy, there was another guy who was at the top of everybody's ranks, but then he pushed, he fell so far down the draft. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell Eagles, right? Which, which guy do we want now? <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell or Trey Sermon? I don't think it's a question, right? So Yes, you you have to hang in there with these guys. And if anything, you know, if you do a startup or a rookie draft before the the NFL draft and you got it, they don't get the landing spot or they fall down, don't just go out there and sell them right away. If anything, you got to hang on to them and acquire more of them at their price because yes, you believe in the talent, believe in your evaluation and, you know, it may not work out in the long run, but it's it's the right move, it's the right process move to to make um harry snowman's got a couple questions for us is obj going to be blocking for (laughs) lamar on the outside no uh no i don't know um i mean he will
2: occasionally but lamar doesn't need blockers he's not good
0: yeah which rb lands in chicago i would personally i know they have three running backs but if gibbs falls to them in the second round i don't think he will because i think there's a chance he goes in the first round uh, but that would be cool. I would love if they're going to take a running back. I don't think they need to. I would love if they took Roshan Johnson in the second round. But
3: what do anyone
1: you think? see Roshan? I love Roshan actually. I mean, it's no yeah. secret that I love Roshan Johnson. But I, I what I meant to say was I love that landing spot for Roshan because we want to look for a compliment to Khalil Herbert. And we know Khalil mm. Herbert doesn't catch passes. So Box number one, the running back's got to check. Goodbye. Has to be able to catch passes. Roshan Johnson can do that. He's a he's a bigger back who's more suited to take. Uh, they might be the same frame. I'm not going to speak to that really, but he's a more. He's, he can run in between the tackles. He can run outside. He's more of a complete back. Herbert isn't a guy, but he's a good 1B. And I think that would be a good. I think they're a really good landing spot for Roshan. Oh.
3: Could yeah. I add one more? Just why not? Yeah. Um, what about Evan Hall? Who?
2: Yes. Mm, yeah. so well, hometown Western hero. We got, yeah, like the, one yeah, the local line. kid, yeah.
3: And, and, like, they could probably get him in the fourth, third, yeah. the fourth. And Matt
2: Eberflus is going to love Evan Hall. If you watch the Combine, he's the guy that sprinted to the end zone after every single <laughs> rep, every yeah, single oh, drill. Big
3: boomer energy, man. He, oh, yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Hits,
0: oh, baby.
2: Yeah. The hits principle.
0: Uh, James, this is a perfect example of what we were talking about. Everyone in my dynasty league loved Garrett Wilson. Then the jets took, him, slid to one Oh seven. Perfect. I mean, perfect execution of, of strategy. So, uh, yes. Harry snowman. Let's see. Uh, player profile was (laughs) (laughs) was definitely Ted DiBiase. I can Uh, dig it. The million dollar man, man. All right. So from running backs, in the past to running backs in the future matt what, what what's what do we got for the
1: guys well i'm most suited to to ask this question because i'm generally the one breaking out the negativity in full force if there's anyone well seth when it comes to aaron Rodgers, but if there's anyone who goes on on some hate rants it's definitely me so i want to hear which rookie rookie running back you guys are lower than consensus on, and I want you to use this time to pr- fully promote your agenda against this player. Why are you fading this player? We'll start with Jack.
2: I mean, it's got to be Sean Tucker, and I, I, I thought going into this that I would just be beating a dead horse. Everyone at Player Profiler knows that you're not taking Sean Tucker. He didn't participate at the Combine. That's how he got the nickname Sean Ducker. He didn't participate in the Syracuse pro day, but then he goes and has his own little pro day. He goes and has his own little workout. Oh, I ran four three. No, you didn't. Who was, whose stopwatch was that? I don't know. I don't care. So it's just, it's fraudulent. He ran and he hid and it's fake. It's all fake. And you think, okay, well most people will catch on to this. No. When you look at fantasy pros, he is the 22nd overall player. Or no, sorry. He's the 21st overall player. He's RB8. Tank Bigsby is 22. Sean Tucker should be behind Tanks Bigsby. He should absolutely be behind Tajay Spears. The fact that Tajay Spears is behind him is ridiculous. And the PS de resistance of just bullshit is Roshan Johnson at player number 25. <laughs> RB11 on Fantasy Pros. And Sean Tucker's the RB8. You have Roshan Johnson. <laughs> Three slots lower than Sean Tucker? Are you, are you kidding?
0: Clip it, clip it, clip, yeah, clip it. yeah, exactly, clip it. yeah, that was,
1: exactly.
3: That was
0: good.
1: Oh man, that's what we were looking for.
3: That's great,
0: <laughs> Jonathan. Which running back? Don't he's? I think he's gonna. I think he's going to wound me, but it's okay. You, listen, you go ahead.
3: I think right now, Player Profiler Army is knocking at the door. I'm huddled. My children are under the bed. <laughs> what I'm about to say. Oh, no. I am not that high on Izzy Abanacanda. Oh. I know. We're working <laughs> through it. Um. So, first off, and I have a little bias. Whenever you hear the term... Give him a lane and he's gone. Okay. (laughs) Like that just doesn't move the needle for me. Like that's just personal preference because those lanes don't happen as often in the NFL unless he's in the perfect, you know, situation. And as you mentioned, we like oh, Trey Sermon, San Francisco. Yes. Really? But he's better than Trey Sermon. I'm not going to bash him that bad. But I was doing some research, and uh, I found this. This was from uh, Noah Hills on Twitter, which he's like the uh, – he's just the running back guru in this he, – he's great on running backs. And he said, Ben Kanda ranked 18th out of 22nd in running backs in this draft class uh, and missed tackles forced that just doesn't sound great. Like he, it, it's not broken tackles. It's missed tackles. It's elusiveness. He's got speed. He's got world-class speed. I'm not saying he's slow. I'm just saying, how does he deal on making guys miss? And he can do it, but it's not that great in terms of this class. Um, Cody uh, comped to a combination of Ronald Jones and Melvin Gordon. And I just see a fast Ronald Jones. And I know that sounds disgusting and I know, uh, yeah, they're, they're coming in the doors right now. i got to get <laughs> <laughs> But I just, I don't know. I, I feel like he's going to need a lot of things to go right. And he will. And this will age gracefully. But I just don't, just not that. And I like him. Like, I just don't like him as much as we all do. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> that wounds me a little bit, but it's okay. It's all right. If anything, you know, I respect Jonathan. I mean, Jonathan's written many, many articles on playerprofiler.com. He's been doing this for a while. So, if anything, you, you, you need people like this in your life that you can argue with and still, re- <laughs> you know, like, so, be, because I'm a big fan of Israel Banakanda. I went on a big old rant on, on our last show. So, I'm going to have to reevaluate some things, right? Because I, I respect Jonathan, right? I'm going to have to look at what he's talking about. And you know maybe rewatch some tape, um, and see and see if I'm because that is one of the criticisms of him. It's like if, if the vision and the decision making, yeah. and that's in our player profiler rookie guide, which you should go get for ten dollars right now. It's it's one of the best deals out there. Cody mm-hmm. put his blood, sweat, and tears into that, but that is the criticism, right? If he does get the lane, like you said, he he's really fast. And he's, he's got he's good gone. size. Yeah, yeah. yeah so some team, i i have a feeling like he's he's going to get the draft capital because of that because of the flash <laughs> um but we'll see we'll see um and i i love that we we have conversations like this and you know, we, we can have different points of view. Like Aaron Stewart can, you know, be the heel of the company and be well, Aaron anti Stewart's white wrong. Yeah.
2: He's just wrong about Rashad. White. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Stewart's state...
0: wrong. He's also wrong on mock draft live a lot. A lot. So a lot. that is quite true. a bit. And he's going down at mock draft mania, which <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you got to tune in for mock draft mania draft weekend. Uh, so I guess I'm getting all the promos out of the way. But Chase Brown's my guy. Uh, I think you look at his profile, it's alarming. Like, you look at his profile on playerprofiler.com, you go, know, oh, my God, speed. He can bench a lot. He, and, and on the rookie guide, the rookie guide's not following it because Cody watched all the film. I trust Cody's opinion. This is an older prospect, right, 23 years old. And it says here in the rookie guide, his abilities are up there. That With that of Austin Eckler, which you're like, oh, boy, okay. Well, what's not to like? Okay, but his physicality falls off when that comp is brought up. The burst and footwork footwork are comparable, but Brown lacks the elite pass catching traits and takes on too many carries that go for negative to zero yards. So I am out on Chase Brown at his price, but I think other outlets are starting to catch on too because I think other outlets have him ranked similarly to us. But even at that price, I think there's some – uh, prospects that I prefer over him like I don't know my guy Parker Washington or Jaden Reed that's ranked below him Jonathan Mingo's ranked below him on certain sides Xavier Hutchinson's ranked below him on certain sides anyway I could go on and on but Matt what what's your, even, who's your guy didn't
2: even mention the senior bowl though you, you left out the senior bowl which he absolutely I was launched at
3: yeah. I was
2: gonna mention you can say yeah. that that he he fumbled the
1: bag. He also fumbled the ball about thirty times in, yeah, in I was, shoulder pad drills. I was trying to plug the rookie guy. I was I <laughs> anyway, I just left it out. It slipped my
0: mind, but thankfully thank that's what the co-host is here for. That's you know, that's what you know
1: keeps me on the on the they track. Call, on the they right call They call me they call me the mistake fix wait. Whoa, to... whoa, whoa. Hey <laughs> <man>. now. Right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey now
0: man, I had ambitions of making you my tag team partner at Mock Draft Mania if Aaron were to, you know, do something crazy. But I don't know. We'll have to talk about whoa, this whoa, now. whoa,
1: whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa.
3: You're
1: going to tell me these things before I make these yeah. jokes. Yeah. I actually uh... – I actually had something. I had a message for Aaron later in the show, so oh, uh, a little unscripted, Ooh. little unscripted All right. stuff. All right. Uh, so the I'm gonna have to stray a little, uh, stray away a little from the question because I did specify consensus, and if we're if we're kind of using this fantasy pros consensus uh, rankings that we are looking at, uh, Tank Bigs, I am not necessarily lower on Tank Bigsby than consensus RB eleven, and it's about right with this RB class. Now, in player profilers rankings, RB8, I can't get behind it. I'm sorry, I can't. I know Cody loves Tank Bigsby as a prospect um, or likes Tank Bisbee a fair amount as a prospect. And I respect his opinion on rookies a lot. Too much to to fully fade Tank Bigsby. But when you look at him on film, I'm not a film guru, but I don't see the burst. You can see the burst on the athletic profile. It's, it's lower percentile. You know he he has these dead leg hezy moves that that are what kind of keep him going forward and creating these these yards after contact and and extending these plays on the long runs but he doesn't have that breakaway speed and is this is, is this lack of burst that's passing by in college is that going to pass in the NFL when we look at his body he's got a body type like Chuba Hubbard six foot he came in at six foot uh 208, 210. That's like that's right around the same frame as Chuba Hubbard, but he has zero speed. So now we're looking at an athletic profile like Dante Foreman, but he's 20 pounds lighter. So when you go and look at running backs of his frame, you either find running backs that, A, have a much better athletic profile, you find busts at that frame, carry on Johnson, or you find running backs that are a little bit taller and heavier or shorter and have a much better BMI. So when we look at Tank Bigsby as a prospect, I'm just I I just get scared. And maybe if I was a a better film analyst, uh, I I would I would have a a better opinion on Tank Bigsby. But unfortunately, I'm not, and so I'm I just can't get behind it unless a really good landing spot pops up.
0: Yeah, I. I I want to be on your side, but I have a lot of respect for Cody. So I feel like I'm more on your side than Cody because I haven't taken him once in any of these mock draft live. And he's really when when compared with some other players that I like, like you know Marvin Mims or somebody like that. Like I just you know the, there are just other prospects I like. And uh, anyway, Cody's just gonna have to deal with it. But hey, we we can as evidence tonight with me and Jonathan, we can. We can always get along here at Player Profiler. Not me and Aaron Stewart, but some people can get along. All right? Uh, Real quick, we have one more question for the guys. All right? But I'm going to run a quick ad uh, from a message from from the Podfather to all of you, thanking you for tuning in, sticking in there with us. If you don't mind, click like, subscribe to the channel. Helps us out a lot. But here's a message from the Podfather.
4: Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. And one of our key missions is to make as much statistics and information and deep analysis available on playerprofiler.com for free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. So please subscribe to the All-In Package to continue to make all this possible. If you can't do All-In, that's okay. We have a draft kit. We can just subscribe to the player rankings. Those now include End Premium FFPC Ranks, our brand new Data Analysis Package, we'll blow your hair back, and of course there's our Dynasty Deluxe and our DFS Dominator. Take a moment, check out our Premium Services to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.
0: All right, Matt, we have one last question before we give the guys or ask the guys their bold <laughs> predictions. It is dynasty strategy. Ooh, rookie drafts are coming up. I can't wait to hear what they say. 109-112 spot. What do you th- Matt, what's, what, what, you're a good team. What, what should we be thinking about here at the 109-112? What question do we have for the guys? when this was your question but when we look at oh, one, was it one, my question i yeah. almost i almost put it in the private chat is this my question or matt's question <laughs> i couldn't remember and i was like ah it's matt's question i'll just give it to matt but i can ask i, I can ask i practically already asked the question take I it away go ahead, you gotta just, it out i should just go ahead and a- ask the question so i'm i'm not going to start with you though because that's not how we do things i'm going to start with our new guest uh, in a one quarterback. So this is this is an, an important distinction to make. One quarterback, non-tight end, premium leagues. So you don't like having fun. I mean, good for you. Just <laughs> <'cause> sticking <laughs> traditional, right? The back. So you're in the back. This is a very specific question. I love it. Uh, you're in the back half of the first round. So you're probably a really good team, right? You're in the playoff picture. You were in the championship game. So what are you gonna do at one hundred nine through one twelve in those leagues? Are you attempting to move out? Are you are you attempting to move up or down, or staying strong and trusting that there's gonna be somebody available? What do you think, Jonathan? You might be in this position yourself.
3: Well, oh, I actually am in a weird way, but nobody cares about my team. Uh, it's super flex too, <laughs> but um. Firstly, just dynasty kind of one-on-one. Your draft picks should always be available at all times. Always listen, say, hey, if you want this pick, it's yours. We can work something out. Just always keep your picks out. Um, so I am a sucker in one quarterback drafts, and I've noticed this in the, uh, the mock drafts that we do, like the volunteer ones. Uh, I haven't made it to the mock draft live yet. I think my invite got lost in the mail. Um, if you take I I keep taking Anthony Richardson and he keeps going in that area and it's like I know it's one quarterback but like if his ceiling is Cam Newton like Cam Newton prime like that's 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 a steal like I will take that all the time Um, not and I like CJ Stroud but I wouldn't really take him um, and the other guy that's in that area that I would take that no one's really high on, and I get it because there's a lot of – he's had kind of an off – I won't say off-off. He hasn't done – he hasn't tested well, and that's Quentin Johnson. And I would just take him just based on the alpha profile because you can get, you know, Rasheed Rice, Tank Dell later if you want a string bean slot receiver guy. Get that later. Go ahead and get the alpha. But – uh, that's what i'd probably do what about you jack what, what yeah
2: you i'm i'm thrilled that jonathan mentioned anthony richardson because that's exactly who i got last night he, on mock draft live at the 201
0: yeah jonathan he, i mean he completely redeemed himself with the yes. anthony i mean just completely from israel Banacanda to anthony richardson this amazing good stuff, good stuff.
2: <laughs> I'm thrilled to take him because I don't know if you probably listen to the podfather. If you listen to player profiler at all, you're probably a fan of the podfather. He had a pretty good guest on this week, one by the name of Rich Rebar. And Rich mentioned that about two thirds of top three scoring performances on a weekly basis, go to quarterbacks, go to a guy like Jalen hurts who has all the rushing upside in the world has Justin Fields, all the rushing upside in the world. Anthony Richardson has that same kind of, Week winning and league winning upside. So I'm thrilled taking him. Quentin Johnston is another one. Cody said it the other night. You can't let him fall out of the first round of rookie drafts. I saw him go after Josh Downs. I believe it was last night. Ooh. Cody got who what who did he get? Was it Jordan Addison? I believe that he got at the 112.
0: He got somebody stupid. Like he, he just kept getting some like it was. <laughs> I could not believe. What you were, I I couldn't believe it, Jack. And I I'm not even your biggest fan because we've gone toe to toe ourselves. But man, oh man, that was that yeah. was rough. That Actually, was, it was that Zay was Flowers. Very he yeah, got Zay yeah. Flowers he's at Zay the one twelve. That
2: won't be happening after the draft. He's going to be the second yeah. receiver off the board. Mm-hmm. But you can get a Zay Flowers. You can get a Quentin Johnston. You can get a Kendra Miller. You can get an Anthony Richardson. There are just so many okay options th- at that point none of them will blow your hair back, but getting solid, productive running backs at the back end of the first, getting Anthony Richardson, who can be a legit difference maker at quarterback, or getting whichever wide receiver unjustly slid, all of those are great decisions.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with what Jonathan and Jack were saying, but Jack hit, hit my key phrase, which was none of them are going to blow your hair back. If you, you know, I'm, I am I can get behind Anthony Richardson, um, as we clearly discussed, there's a chance when you're in that range that you're gonna get Roshan Johnson or maybe Zay Flowers, I guess. So if you're in one of those leagues and you're getting Zay Flowers at the back of the, you know, the 110, 112, yeah, absolutely you're you're taking him and you're running. Um, but if Quentin Johnson, Qu- quentin Quentin Johnston is the best player that I'm staring down the barrel at, and it truly is like Quentin, Marvin Mims, Tank Bigsby, Ty J Spears. I'm looking to see what I can get for these picks because we've done some of these trade questions before, and I've learned my lesson by getting schooled by by the guests. Uh, I took a look at the trade finder on PlayerProfiler.com, and I'm looking at what I can get with a 109 these days, and I'm kind of excited. So let me throw a few few trades out here. We're at 40 minutes, right? We're making some good time. So uh, this is standard two quarterback, standard scoring two quarterback, 12 teams. Team A is 2023 uh one nine, 2024, third, 2024 fourth team B is DJ Moore.
3: Oh I'm taking uh, DJ Moore. Yeah.
1: Team this is uh one quarterback team B is Deshaun Watson and the one oh nine and team A is Jalen Hurts. What? <laughs> Smash. Yeah, yeah that is a real <laughs> that is a real trade. Is that that is,
0: is I mean not that it matters. Did you say one quarterback or it is one quarterback. Oh, I still want Jalen Hurts. I, yeah,
1: I'm still yeah. doing, yeah. It, I, it honestly doesn't really change much for me. No, no, I, I would I, do I, it.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. It doesn't matter.
1: Uh, you could do, that one's a weird trade. Um, this is an interesting one. 21 or 109, Nick Chubb, 2024 first, Wandale Robinson. Ooh, depends.
0: Mm. I think that depends on where you're at. That, there's a lot of factors at play. Yeah, yeah. So
1: what te- where that, one, where yeah, that 2024 is going to be.
0: Yeah and where the other team is with the 2024 first although that's hard to project but I would lean probably the Chubb side
1: but here's another interesting um, one two quarterback uh 109 and Rashad Bateman for 106 this is where we draw the line right
2: yeah I think I want I want the
3: 109 we want 109 and Bateman yeah. You get Bateman
2: moving, moving up that three spots. You, you're not, you're not getting Charbonnet probably. You're, maybe uh, you get Roshan, but it's, this yeah. is two quarterbacks. So maybe they're trying to move up for a quarterback.
3: You, yeah. Maybe. You could get a quarterback, but it wouldn't be your pick. It would be the third or fourth, the third, excuse me.
1: Right. So I think, I think the main thing here is, you know, um, to some, I, I'm not overly impressed with the prospects that are going to be there in one quarterback Non tight end premium leagues, and with the value that I've been seeing on some of the one time, one nine, one ten through one twelve picks, I think I'm more interested right now in exploring my value through trade than anywhere else. But I think I'm more confident in holding to until the draft and getting some uh landing spot excitement.
0: Yeah, I think if I'm and I'm always interested in doing this, so I'm I'd be interested, I'm interested to air this out and see what you guys think of it. If I'm in that category, right, I'm probably a win now team and I'm probably looking to consolidate some roster spots. So I looked at the trade analyzer today, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what the trade analyzer would think is fair to trade up to the 102, right? Because trading up to the 101 is going to cost a lot. Bijan Robinson, we all know. But JSN, I think, might be a little bit easier to acquire, although he's still an, an elite prospect. Moving up to the 103, if you like Jameer Gibbs, right, that might be the spot to move up to. What about... Trade in the 109, and I, this was about fair in the in the trade analyzer. I think the the trade, yeah, it was about fair. I think it even benefited the person that was trading out of the 103, Tra- packaging the 109 and a player like Elijah Moore or Bateman to move up to the 103 and get
1: Gibbs. What do we think about that? Yeah, pre landing spot is just really tough to say. I think yeah. the silence kind of says it all there, but. <laughs>
0: okay. I mean if you didn't know moved, if anybody would have a hot take. What about 102? What if you could move up to the 102? Is that a home run to get JSN? I don't I don't nah, think it's yeah. a home run. No. Oh, okay. I really don't. Pre- is it fair? Is it fair? I think it's fair, it's fair. but Okay. Take all it, right.
2: Jack. No, no, I was just gonna say it's it's fair, yeah, but I, I don't I don't know if it's a home run. It's
3: uh okay. it's lock it. <laughs> no, it. I like it. I'll go I it. I think I'm I'm
0: I'm all for taking that risk to trade up to one oh two if you have that offer. 103 I think it's more fair at 103 but I I just really like JSN that much. Now we could have a conversation about where you value JSN like compared to Rashad Bateman or Elijah Moore. Maybe especially Rashad Bateman, I don't know. But I thought it was interesting. I think it's a good conversation, right, to uh to have, but I and I'm always looking to consolidate. Like Theo made this crazy trade involving Kenneth Walker and you know the Podfather kind of <laughs> dunked on him, but I felt bad for Theo, you know, cuz when you're, especially in those FFPC leagues where you can, can only keep like 16 guys with a kicker and mm-hmm. a defense, you know, that's, it, it just depends on what you need to do and what, what, you know, if you have to consolidate those spots. So anyway, um, good conversation. Uh, it is time to get you out of here, Matt. I stole the question last time. Uh, do you want, do you want to take this segment of the show?
1: Yeah. So okay. Jack, Jonathan, it's uh it's that time where we let you we let you guys get out of here with a bold prediction. Uh sorry, was that already said? Um <laughs> I don't know. I keep stealing. Sorry, stuff I'm giving I'm giving Seth extra shit today. I don't know. I'm just yeah, I'm, I deserve <laughs> it. I deserve I'm in one of those it. moods, yeah. I guess. Jack, Jonathan, well we'll we'll get you time to plug the stuff you got going on outside uh outside of this program here, and then we'll get you out with a bold prediction. So plug your stuff, bold prediction, and, and we'll move we'll move around the, the horn.
2: You can find me seven days a week at 7 p.m. Eastern on Player Profiler today, each and every night. You can follow me at javana 87 You can check out all of my work at Roto Underworld, at Profiler underscore NFL, at Profiler underscore CFB, running all the Twitter accounts. And we also have a TikTok, Profiler underscore News, that I am on. You can find me in way too many places. Just when you think you get rid of me, I am <laughs> back. But my bold prediction... As you might have noticed, 49ers shirt on tonight. Trey Lance started getting floated around today as a rumor that he is on his way out, that the 49ers are taking calls. Apparently, this has been the worst kept secret around the NFL since the Combine. And at the Combine, the Minnesota Vikings were chatting with the 49ers about trading for Trey Lance. The pride of Marshall, Minnesota. Trey Lance should have been the starting quarterback of the Minnesota golden Gophers. That should have been a thing that happened, but PJ Fleck in his ego said, no, you're, you're a wide receiver. Maybe you play defensive back, but no, you're not a quarterback. He was wrong. Trey Lance had to go to North Dakota state. He goes third overall and the Vikings now have the chance to make things right. Bring him home to Minnesota. That is my bold prediction. Trey Lance will be traded to the Vikings and he will be their starting quarterback in 2024. Because they're going to ride out with Kirk Cousins one more year. I have to
0: ask you, what do you think the compensation would be? Like, if you had to guess. I know I'm putting you on the spot. So if you're not sure, that's okay.
2: So I want to say a second or two seconds, a second and a third. The problem is the Vikings don't have a second round pick. They gave it up for TJ Hawkinson, but they do have an extra third. So maybe it's those two thirds and more. Maybe it's a second next year and a third this year. I'm not... I, I really I don't know what it'll be. I don't because there are going to be other offers. The Titans are interested, the Falcons are interested, maybe the commanders are interested. So there'll be other suitors, but I'm yeah. starting with the seconds.
0: Maybe a conditional first if he plays like remember the Carson Wentz deal. So like yeah, seven, if he plays like I don't know, if he plays like seventy percent of the snaps and works out twice on Sundays, they get a first round pick or something. I don't know, but whatever. <laughs> um Fascinating stuff, uh, and a Jack. Again, you got to follow this, Jonathan. I'm sorry with this bold prediction, uh, <laughs> but usually, usually it's me or Matt that has to follow it. So, uh, Jonathan, go ahead and plug what you got going on, and what is your bold prediction? Yeah.
3: Um. So for my uh, recent articles, I just actually not too long ago had an article published on our rookie guide favorites. That god is incredible. Uh, you guys. And Cody, it, it's really awesome. And uh, if you need to inject more Roshan Johnson or Zay Flowers propaganda into your veins, you should check it out. <laughs> um, many have been also saying that I'm on the shortlist for a Pulitzer Prize for my quarterback work and prospect profiles. Kind of a big deal. And uh, I've got a Hendon Hooker article coming out in the next three, four days i think april 23rd mark your calendars people
0: it's Um, coming
3: yeah so yeah uh, he's the last of the five big quarterbacks i tried to get cute and look at the other ones and i just didn't have it in me just there's no way and my bold prediction and i feel really horrible because it's also about trey lance but you know (laughs) and it's not near as good um I just I feel so invested into Trey Lance. I'll make this really quick. I've been, I've, I got invested into Trey Lance because I started playing Dynasty last year, just started playing Dynasty. And Trey Lance was like one of my first picks. And so, as you can imagine, it hasn't been fun, but we're hanging in there. And uh, so, I just want him to get it right. Well, Trey Lance gets reunited with his defensive coordinator, D'Amico Rans. Oh, I'm really surprised. He, I listened to player profiles. I was really surprised, and kind of makes me feel telling that he hasn't been linked to there. But I think they work out a deal, some extra compensation, and that 12th overall pick goes to San Francisco. And there's a quarterback that's had some bad PR. You know, someone saying silly things, and maybe does CJ Stroud end up a San Francisco Forty Nine er? maybe oh, yeah. I, th- I think your,
2: per- your bold prediction was better than mine i would also wow. like to add 49ers passing game coordinator bobby slowick is now the offensive coordinator for the texans which just another check oh. in your corner ah yeah there you go
0: wow wow um well that leaves me in this spot uh Matt, go ahead. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you can find me all over the, the underworld. I'm on Mock Draft Live. I think I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to be on the game plan this weekend. I can't, anyway, I, I'm terrible about responding to DMs. I'm sorry to Maddie Kiwum, who's been like trying to, trying to figure it, trying to send smoke signals, trying to get a hold of me. Um, but anyway, I'm, I, I'm, I think that's finalized. I'm going to be on the game plan this weekend. So if Aaron Stewart pops up on that show, I'm, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but so you can find me all over here. Writers Roundtable. We just got a Twitter account. It'll be in the description. Follow us on the on the Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth underscore D.I.E. W-O-L-D, and if you want to support us and creators like us at playerprofiler.com, you can go sign up for the all-in package, or like the Podfather said, if you can't afford the all-in package, we got other stuff that you can look into, but if you do sign up for the all-in package, promo code S-E-T-H, or Seth, save $10, and so you're helping me, you're helping yourself, and you're you're also helping me beat Maddie Kiwum, who's in first place right now, which cannot I cannot stand for that, so go do that use promo code seth not maddie you don't even know how to spell maddie so don't try it's s-e-t-h
1: uh for those of you who want maddie spelled it's M M A D D Y. so <laughs> just, or m-a-t-t-i-e or something yeah, like yeah 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 it's one of those <laughs> yeah. two so just try one of those two and then if either of those don't work then just do seth it's easy to spell mm, yeah for me I will have a a little written promo for two future stars that you can read in further detail about in the Rookie Guide. So doing a little written Rookie Guide promo uh, talking about two future uh, stars, one running back, one wide receiver, who are going to light up the league in years to come. You can also follow me on Twitter at Babich underscore Matt 10. If you have any questions on how to spell my name, you can find that uh, there. And you can also follow our... Writer's Roundtable Twitter account, which uh, the link is in the description. It's the underscore writers underscore pod. We'll be tweeting out clips. Uh, You'll see multiple from this episode. We had a lot of content go around in this episode. So uh, you'll be seeing us more active there from now on. And uh, now that that's out of the way, I have a little message to deliver for for the one known as the salary captain. Uh, Months ago, I went to war with you on the Rashad white dilemma. And I I thought, I thought that, you know, we had an understanding and then I see you coming at my co-host, talking reckless, coming after my family. Do you know what happens, Aaron, when you come after my family, do you know what happens, Aaron, when you mess with my friends, they tell me I got two minutes. They tell me on the screen, I got two minutes. You know what happens, Aaron, Aaron Stewart, you just made the list. I will not stand here and let you <laughs> besmirch the name of my co-host. So rest assured at Mock Draft Mania, it's going to be Seth D-Wall. That's going to be bringing home the belt. That's my bold prediction. Yeah,
0: baby. Yeah. I didn't think anything better could happen on the show than that. But I for- I did forget, though. <laughs> I don't want to, like this, we need to sit in this for a little bit, but I forgot my bold prediction, <laughs> but, and I was going to, I was going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but who cares about Aaron Rodgers? So I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give my bold prediction, but it's, it's going to be, it was bad about Aaron. Anyway, we don't have time <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't make the show. Sorry. Thanks for playing. Nobody cares if he plays for the Jets or not. <laughs> um. So yeah, but Matt. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You're in my corner at Mock Draft Mania. Tune in. We've got you covered. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the program. And that is all for us. Be sure to like and subscribe the video. Any final words of wisdom before we end the program
2: this evening? I'm I'm speechless. I'm speechless yeah. after the lift. After after aaron stewart made the list i got nothing
3: he made the list you don't you don't bounce back from that easy that's 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 tough it's him and aaron to just and aaron Rodgers. aaron Aaron Rodgers on there
0: too (laughs) all right so let's see if i can find the end screen we will end the show there it is fellas thank you so much have a good night thanks for sticking in there with us i know it's late so ta-ta for now we'll see you